Time now for another Bob and Tom Extra. This is Christopher. You know, we get you to work every morning on the Bob and Tom Show. Now every afternoon at 3, we're going to post a little extra for you to get you laughing on your way home or whenever you download this thing. Coming up on the big show today, comedian Frank Caliendo and a call from Donnie Baker right after this phone call from Bob Vila. There's a new documentary out there entitled Sick. It's the winner of the Los Angeles Independent Film Festival Award. The film chronicles the life and times of super masochistic performance artist Bob Flanagan. In one scene, Flanagan is shown hammering a nail into, then removing it from his most private part, which would be his penis. Wow. (laughs) Wait, what if he misses and, like, hits his thumb? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then, that would hurt, Bob. Yeah, there's a bone in there. That's really going to hurt. That's going to hurt. (laughs) Hold on a second. Morning, Bob and Tom Show. Bob and Tom? Yes. Yeah. Bob Vila. <laughs> Bob Vila, the uh, Hiya, Bob. famed famed home repair host. How is, how's it going, Bob? Uh, pretty good. Good. What can we do for you? Hey, you know, you guys are talking about something. It's pretty common. Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of the home repair guys do it. I do it all the time. You actually, you actually take a nail and pound it into your penis on purpose? Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, really? Do you, do you use a nail gun or do you use a regular traditional hammer and nail? Guy just use a nail. Okay. Oh, okay. In fact, I was at the hardware store the other day picking up a nail just for that. Uh-huh. And uh, I uh, took it up to the counter. The guy goes, uh, that'll be a dollar. I go, great. He goes, that'll be a dollar four with tax. I go, tax? Wait a minute, kinky? Tax, too. A great way to get your morning started. This is Bob and Tom Extra. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. We are worldwide at American Forces Radio live from the Napa Auto Parts Studios. Bob is at Master Control. This is Tom speaking across the way. That man is Chick McGee. It's the Quality Drivers Sports Desk. DriveQD.com. Chicks are getting all excited about the NFL draft. Uh, I'm beside myself. One of the NFL draft um, <laughs> semi-experts. Uh, what is it about my sincerity that throws you, Frank? <laughs> Your lack of sincerity? It's uh, Frank Caliendo from I'm ESPN. Myself. Uh-huh. Uh, Frank Caliendo is a, a comedian and uh, of late has been associated primarily with sports, but that does not uh, he does not limit his, uh, his uh, comic abilities to the world of sports. We'll talk with Frank in a matter of moments. The lady in the zebra stripes is uh, Christy Lee, looking good. I like that. Thank uh, is, you. Is that a sweater? What is that exactly? Yeah. <laughs> the it's zebra a, thing is exactly that exactly? It's a sweater. Okay, I can't yes. tell from here. It looks like it's made of real zebra. Oh, jeez. First of all, zebras aren't <laughs> tan. They're usually white and black. That's tan and black. Depends how much sun they get, right? Yeah. Sure, right, it does. Good point. <laughs> maybe, maybe the zebra got me there, Frank. Uh-huh. Hang on. Didn't tan. we do? Maybe it's a um, maybe it's a Mexican zebra. <laughs> Didn't we decide that one morning? Are they black with white stripes or white with black stripes? Uh, I'm not Didn't sure we? how it works. I forget uh-huh. what we decided. Oh, I, do you remember that we we had zebras in the news just a couple weeks ago? We did. Remember I saw what? some guy do a selfie with a zebra the other day. Well, not a, necessarily well, a good idea. Zebras are mean. <laughs> are they? Here we go. I, this, I didn't know remember that. the story? An Arkansas judge remained in a Little Rock hospital after being attacked by his family's pet zebra. It was even the family's pet zebra. Yeah. Okay. Uh, District Judge Mike Derrick. He was in pretty serious condition, getting knocked uh, knocked around by the zebra. There's no explanation as to why the zebra was <laughs> maintained on private property, but <laughs> that's pretty cool. If you, I mean, what a who has a zebra? You want to come house? see my zebra? That's a pretty cool pickup line. Good. 
So anyway. Yeah. Or did the judge uh, <laughs> sentence the zebra to, to prison? Uh, it wasn't like a revenge thing, okay. I don't think. But uh, in any event, Christy, you look very nice. Thank you. Uh, Frank, Frank Caliendo is here. <laughs> Other than that, you look beautiful. Yeah. yeah okay. You're going to go run some short bursts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, speaking of running, speaking of running, I got a nice I got a nice letter here from Mike listening in Iowa this morning. We, we were talking about a guy who is running the London Marathon dressed as Mr. Testicle. Yes, I know this sounds ridiculous, but uh, if you we, have you seen the picture that's circulating in the office and it's on Twitter of what? Mr. Testicle? Well, no, it's kind you. of and you. What? Let me see. It's the. Uh, <laughs> the uh, what is every? How come I didn't this, get one of those? Now this what? is the is the actual okay. caricature. We didn't do uh, we didn't do this Testicle? here. This Frank, is actually you, you on get the yours, website. You get yours in the lobby on the way. Looks kind of like oh me, doesn't it? Kinda, kinda. It is you. Exactly. Which like which you. one's Tom? There you go. It's yeah. very funny, mm-hmm. Frank. Maybe if you did that in John Madden's voice, I'd be laughing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does your wife ever say that to you, by the way? Oh, no. yeah. You'll say something and to probably be funny, and she'll go, well, maybe if you did it in one of your little voices, that'd be funny. I don't think she sounds anything like that. What though. does she sound like, Frank? Uh, <laughs> no, she sounds exactly like that in my head. That's I, a, Frank! Uh, I'm sorry. Todd, Todd, Todd! <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll get oh, back sorry. to Frank in just a second. We were talking about this because this guy's running the London Marathon dressed as Mr. Testicle, and it's he looks like he's a pair of giant I testicles. I had no idea that the uh, get-up was over his entire upper half of his body. I mean, he's looking out through eyeballs through the suit. I thought his head was sticking and out at least. I How do you run like that? underscore something here. Yes, this is funny, but this guy's doing it in honor of his friend who died of testicular cancer. Nothing funny about that. Got this letter from Mike. He goes, I got in my car to go to work this morning. Here you guys talk about testicular cancer and informing men to check for it. I had it. I have been cured. I don't hear much about it in the public, so thanks for sharing and getting the word out. Again, talk to a medical professional. Uh, he points out it can affect uh, boys, really, uh, young men as young as 16. So, uh, again, talk to a medical professional. It's easy to check in the shower or whatever, uh, or Google it and look for the ways to check if you think you've got lumps or something in that area, guys. Very serious, very curable. Lance Armstrong may have a lot of problems in his life, but he doesn't have uh, testicular cancer anymore because he got it treated. So. Uh, anyway, that's why Mr. Testicle is out there running, and um, even though it is funny, it's a, it's a smart thing uh, to pay attention to. So we have a tweet from Pat McAfee's brother, oh, Jason. Jason. Mm-hmm. He says it'd be hard to run with nuts that big, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean the costume. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, thank you. There you go. Thank you very much. That Jason's a handsome man. He is a handsome man. He uh, kind of looks like Johnny Depp in Blow. Jason? Yeah, with the long hair. Um, looks like Jesus. And a s- special thanks also to Pat what? McAfee, who helped us out with a special charity <laughs> event we did recently. Um, uh, we also have, uh, as I keep, I keep mentioning, Frank Caliendo's here. And, oh, Uh-oh. sorry, Frank. Uh, Bob and Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie Baker. Hey, Donnie. I cannot believe this breaking news today. Bob don't like corn dogs. That's right. Well, first off, Bob, I ain't one to judge, but I think most would agree with me that that's just unchristian, and I'll say it right to your face. <laughs> All right. Second, for my people, you understand corn dogs are one of the four major food groups. Okay? Well, They're at the top that. of the food chain, right up there with Slim Jams, Sunions, and, of course, Mother Nature's Nectar Mountain Dews. Uh-huh. I've got two freezers in our basement full of 60-day survival kits, Bob. All of them jam-packed with the four basics I just mentioned. I see. See, basically, corn dogs are all you need to make it once nucleoid war sets in. But you think about it. Nucleoid? Well, the breading of the dog is your grain. 
Or if winter sets in, now you've got your insulation. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, we got two Afghans here at home made entirely out of corn dog bread, and they're basically carbohydrate cocoons. They make great insoles for shoes, too. Heck, with Reebok pumps. You scalp a few corn dogs, I'll be making more stuffed shots than Spud Webb ever did. Uh-huh. So with the breading, you've got the double coverage. Then the dog is a meat medley conveniently tubed in torpedo form. It gives you enough energy to go out hunt and gather and meet women. Then the sticks, all you need to start a fire. Uh-huh. It's a one-stop shop for survival. I see. You give me four corn dogs, a pair of nunchucks, and I'll outlive Keith Richards. <laughs> I Okay. I'm Donnie Baker, and I approve this message. Mel Kiper's right. treasure. All right, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, Donnie. Thank you, thank you um, Why do I feel like his nunchucks would be made from hot dogs? Uh, probably. Yeah. Just, uh, I imagine they probably would be hard, actually, hard uh, enough after a two while. two dildos in his chain, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Bob, I, I can't uh-huh. believe you brought that up. What? You, you missed this story yesterday. <laughs> um, this is uh, Here's the headline. Witnesses shocked when dildos emerged during pub brawl. Yep. A woman was reported threatening people with a dildo in each hand during an altercation outside a Grafton pub. Nick Weller, one of the witnesses, said he saw two women brawling on the streets. The altercation took an unusual turn when Mr. Weller said other onlookers spotted a woman approaching the scene armed with two huge rubber sex toys. (laughs) She was swinging them about in the air, threatening people who were standing around. The fight reportedly cleared up as soon as the police arrived on the scene. This is, and can you imagine? No. Who, first of all, who has who two, has two is large what I want to rubber know. phalluses in Hand their purse? Well, maybe she was inviting a friend over. I, could be. They look like look like swinging it limp billy me clubs. Of, of Did you see Hardy. the uh, story yesterday where you can put ashes into? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we saw yeah. that yesterday. In this, in this case, it looks like she's double, well, double kind of double fisting. She's got her hands. It on reminds me of Tanya Hardy got in the end of the fight and grabbed yeah. the grabbed the hubcap. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she this, just had a hubcap. In this case, somebody got cold cocked. <laughs> Frank, I, I I don't know what happened here. Frank, uh, yeah. I apologize, Frank. Bob, I wasn't in the room. Frank. I know you weren't. I know you weren't. Now, Bob, like mentioned, kind of talk. this is true. I'm, I, this is reality. This is uh, someone sent me this this morning. We had found the same story yesterday. As Bob pointed out, you can actually put your ashes, the, your, your your cremated remains, into a sex toy, mm-hmm. which seems to me to be pretty non-romantic. The uh, seems a little creepy to me. Yeah, the notion is uh, this was created by a guy named Mark Sturkenboom. It's a memory box. <laughs> Which sounds like yeah. a... It sounds like the sound it makes when... Uh, when you use the mm-hmm. yeah. Sturkenboom. It's onomatopoeia and... <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> sounds uh-huh. like innuendo as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He says, uh, after, after a passing, meaning the death, the missing of intimacy with that person is only one aspect of the pain and grief. They call this thing the 21 grams because... Apparently, 21 grams is the uh, weight of the human soul. So they put 21 grams into this glass phallus. And um, there is something really wrong with that. No, what? nothing's wrong with the world. Oh, no, no. Everything's God. perfect. When did they weigh a soul? I don't when, know. But... Uh, when did they? Yeah, I thought a soul was something. Here, one of our listeners yeah. named Vanessa, Vanessa wrote, she said, it used to be ashes to ashes. Now it's ashes to asses. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What if the wife dies first? Well, Steve, here she is. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't tell your buddies. Weigh a soul. It uh, used to be that I'll always be with you, and now it's I'll always be in you. <laughs> I'm in you. Oh, Let's talk to our guest. He's the great comedian Frank Caliendo. Frank, uh, you won't recognize him. He's half the size he used to be. A uh, very healthy Frank Caliendo. And uh, Frank, the father of two. 
Yes. Joey is... Uh, Joey's 10 now, and wow. Juliet is 8. Hello. Yeah. Every year they get about a year older. It seems that way, doesn't it? Going... Uh, no kidding. Wow. My daughter, I think, uh, it's completely different. My son... I know this is probably something people talk about a million times, but my son is just a little caveman, and my daughter is essentially going through menopause. <laughs> I mean, Already? Just the, yeah. Uh-huh. It's She's eight? Just the, it's a, oh, dad. You know, it's just the world she lives in, the hot flashes. I don't know what, I don't even know how to deal with her at times. That's now, does funny. she have any, excuse me, do you have any impressions that she enjoys? Uh, they like the, the Morgan Freeman because of the... The Lego movie, that's one thing. And Seven. They love Seven. uh, (laughs) uh, Especially the ending. Who who saw that coming? Not my six-year-old at the time. There you go. Uh, Here, Daddy, let's watch this and then Pulp Fiction. Um, Uh No, just to to do it. You are the special. I Mm -hmm. kept saying that over and over and over. My son likes him because of Batman. So they see certain people. I mean, he used to be on the electric company, when you think about it. Oh, way back when. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Now we're talking about the letter B. Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs> it's just interesting to go back in time and, and see uh, what the stars had done before, like Letterman being a, a weatherman. That always yeah. went, hey, there's a, a cold front coming through. <laughs> Imagine if he'd had Paul. Paul, do you see it? Do you see the cold front? Yeah, Dave, just like the other cold fronts. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Paul, uh, uh, maybe you should take a, a smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you, when you work with ESPN, do they ever ask you to? Did they say, hey, can you do one of this guy or this guy or this yeah, coach? Yeah, but they, it's it's not like it's a force thing where I have to do it. But they they make suggestions like maybe this would be a good person to try and do or that person and. Uh, for the most part, it's usually a good suggestion. The tough thing is trying to get it to a point where you know who the person is. Uh, and they, there have been people on the, the network that people thought I could never come up with an impression for. One guy's Adam Schefter, who's an NFL sure. insider. Mm-hmm. And for the people who don't know, that's the person who goes. It's mostly for gamblers, I guess, Yeah. But and, and uh, fantasy players. Sure. But um, but they, he has to have information even when there is no information to give. So they'll come to him and be like, what do you got, Adam? According to my sources, is this this particular time? It appears <laughs> Tom Brady's yawn during pregame warm-ups was, in fact, just a yawn. <laughs> and earlier reports that there was some sort of oxygen deprivation disorder were highly exaggerated. <laughs> it's a yawn. Yeah. And I've done that joke for a while. And then last year, there was a story about Tom Brady having a cold. Oh. If you remember yeah. that. I mean, it's just, that. It, that's how powerful the nfl is mm-hmm. and i'm not paid by the nfl to say that or anything like that but i'm just amazed at what the nfl and i think part of it's because they only have 17 games as opposed mm-hmm. to an 82 game or 182 games or whatever uh in different sports so you have 17 weeks of focusing on just a you know 16 games or so and espn mm-hmm. does their, their nfl coverage is the dominates their broadcasts year round yeah it's the uh, well that's the ratings and that's where the the money's made is the nfl is that big that uh if it's probably that way if they could talk about nfl almost the whole time they probably would who's your favorite nfl coach um is, who are you right now with the most? R- right now well, bruce arians out in uh uh arizona because yeah. i've done some stuff with his charity and he's been the the, the cardinals because i live there uh, have been very nice to me and my son. We get to go out to watch practice, and uh, but I've, I've been, I, I, you know, I'm lucky. I, I get to be around a lot. My Drew Brees invited my son out to watch tape at camp of a game, which was my son. I'm sitting there going, I can't believe this, and my son's like, yeah, it was cool. 
Like, <laughs> you're sitting with Drew Brees. <laughs> He's offering you yeah. uh, sunflower seeds to watch t- uh, game footage with mm-hmm. him. Like people, like my son just doesn't get that. Lots, most people will never get that opportunity. Or JJ Watt invited us out to uh, go jump on boxes. No, uh, it's, <laughs> can you but, jump five feet? <laughs> I, I can't even see five feet. I can I'm, fall I can, five feet. I had jump trouble growing feet. to get to five feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, honey. Uh, so, uh, yeah, my son is. Uh, we're very lucky in that way, and uh, JJ's been really cool to him. And uh, how many how many of the uh, coaches do you do impressions of? Not really. I don't really do many. You know, Rex Ryan, and it all came from that, uh, which is the same as doing Rob Ryan, his brother. Mm-hmm. But it came from the hard knocks, just that speech. You guys know me. I'm about as positive a guy as there is. And I just come <laughs> off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of it I can't say. Uh, but, <laughs> right. but yeah, uh, yeah a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm working more and more on that because the coaches are uh, – a lot of times, a, a little bit older, so they have something to do with them. They're on the verge of becoming broadcasters. Uh, I find that same kind of thing, although there are some younger stars, but it's always easier to do an impression of somebody who's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. They have more character. They're a caricature of themselves. The guy I've been working on the most lately, and it's a lot because of Avengers, is Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. and it's... He's his he's just Tony Stark now. Right. He's not even Robert Downey Jr. anymore. He's he is the the Iron Man character, and it's he talks in little phrases. It's a he, smart Alex stuff all about him. And uh, he's a human Twitter feed. He could be giving out an Academy Award. He'd be like, <laughs> "These people deserve your applause almost as much as I do." Hashtag awesome. <laughs> you guys are doing a great show today. You know what? It got better when I got here. Uh-huh. You know, it's that he could do that all the time. He was giving out an, the uh, an MTV Award. They were talking about all the Avengers. He's like, "If you people in this audience were half as good as me, I would still be twice as good as you." But the world would be a better place. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag brilliant. Mm-hmm. So he's he's one I really like to to that working on more and more. And sometimes in my act, I'll just there they'll they'll be sec, setups and segues and stuff, and I'll just start doing his voice, and people won't even know it. I'm just doing it just to work on right. it during the show. Mm-hmm. Is Gruden your? Is that your? Uh, That's the new big is one. Is that becoming your Led Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven? Yeah, it's. Uh, they're taking over John Madden, man. I tell you what, mm-hmm. the look in his eyes—they call him Chucky because he looks like that killer doll. Man. I'm laughing yeah, as yeah. you did oh, that yeah. to your eyes. Uh, yeah, it's, God, he's, it's his face. I'm he's telling, so yeah. big. I'm going to see him this week in Chicago too because whenever I see him, it's it just cracks you. He's one of those guys I I think is more like. Keep your friends close. Keep your enemies closer. Yeah. I think he's figured it out that if he's friends with me, he can direct me in the ways he wants yeah. me to do. Like uh-huh. Madden never liked me. Gruden, when I met him, was like, so you're the guy who does me, huh? I'm like, yeah. He's like, where are you from? And I looked up where he was from. I was like, Sandusky, Ohio. He's like, <laughs> he's like really? I'm like, no. He's like, good, because you were blowing my mind, uh-huh. man. He's got kids. Imagine reading a bedtime story to his kids. No. I just, with that look on his face, I'll tell you what, man, I would not want to be Goldilocks when those three bears return. That's going to be a mauling, man. You can't sit in their chairs, eat their porridge, and lay in their beds, man. Hey, Jason, have a good night. There's today's edition of the Bob and Tom Extra for you. Make sure you catch us every weekday afternoon at 3. You can catch us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. For the Bob and Tom Show, this is Christopher speaking. Have a great one.